Welcome to the Sage Saith podcast. What a wonderful day. Number 200823, a year with the Church Fathers. <clears throat> Don't worry about being too generous. St. Cyprian tells us to be generous in giving to the poor. But don't we have to worry about feeding ourselves too? No need to worry. Trust in Christ and you will be provided for. If you're afraid that you might use up all your property by being so generous and be reduced to poverty, cheer up and don't worry. You can't run out of your supplying the service of Christ or performing the work of heaven. I don't tell you this just on my own authority. I promise it on the faith of the Holy Scriptures and on the authority of God's promise. The Holy Spirit speaks through Solomon, saying, He who gives to the poor will not want, but he who hides his eyes will get many a curse. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 27, showing that the merciful and anyone who does not cannot be in want, but those who are stingy and miserly do end up in want later on. You're afraid that your estate might fail if you begin to be more generous from it. And you don't know. Misery follows that you are, that while you're worried about your family property failing you, life itself and salvation are failing you. While you worry that your wealth might shrink a bit, you don't see that you're being diminished yourself by loving riches more than your own soul. Are you afraid that your estate might fall short if you begin to be generous from it? But when has it ever happened that a righteous man could run out? It is written, The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 3. Elijah was fed by ravens in the desert, and Daniel in the lion's den had a meal from heaven. Are you afraid of not having enough to eat when you work and deserve well of the Lord? Do you think that a Christian, a servant of the Lord, one who gives his life to good works, do you think that someone dear to the Lord will lack anything? Or do you imagine that whoever feeds Christ is not himself fed by Christ? St. Cyprian, Treaty 8, Chapter 9 through 12. In God's presence, consider, do I give generously in the service of God, or do I hold back more than I ought to? Closing prayer. Lord, look kindly on the gifts I bring to offer you. Give me the faith and humility that alone will make my offering pleasing to you. Through the Year with Thomas Merton. Dazzle with slogans. We live in a society that tries to keep us dazzled with euphoria in a bright cloud of lively and joy-living slogans. Yet nothing is more empty and more dead, and nothing is more insultingly insincere and destructive than the vapid grins on the billboards and the moronic beatitudes in the magazines which assure us that we are all in a bliss right now. I know, of course, that we are fools, but I do not think any of us are fools enough to believe that we are now in heaven, faith, and violence. The Holy Gospel, according to Matthew, chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. At that time, 
Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman of that district came and called out, Have pity on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But Jesus did not say a word in answer to her. Jesus' disciples came and asked him, Send her away, for she keeps calling out after us. He said in reply, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But the woman came and did Jesus homage, saying, Lord, help me. He said in reply, Is it it not right to take the food of the children and throw it to the dogs? She said, Please, Lord, for even the dogs eat the scraps that fall from the table of their masters. Then Jesus said to her in reply, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you as you wish. And the woman's daughter was healed from that hour. The Gospel of the Lord. The Meditation of the Day. A Prayer of Great Faith. May God's will be done. May you be blessed for everything, O God, and give me your pardon and your grace. Bless my beloved ones, all of them. Grant them conversion and holiness. May my nephews and my niece be Christians and apostles. Give your grace to those I love. Give light and spiritual life to everyone. Bless and guide your church and make her priests holy, my spiritual father among them. And take me totally to yourself in life, in death, and for eternity. Amen. O God, I offer you this trial for my intentions, which you already know. May it bear fruit a hundredfold, and let me place in your heart my sufferings, desires, and prayers, for you to do with them as I have asked. O Mary, pray for me, for us, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. God's Little Instruction Book, number one, two, and three, by Honor Books. Golden Nugget, number one, inspired by Proverbs, chapter 10, verse 30. Personality has the power to open doors, but character keeps them open. The righteous shall never be removed. Golden Nugget number 2, inspired by Proverbs chapter 28, verse 16. Authority without wisdom is like a heavy axe without an edge, fitter to bruise than polish. A ruler who lacks understanding is a great oppressor. Golden Nugget number 3. Humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Chesterson, day by day. Surely the vilest point of human vanity is exactly that, to ask to be admired for admiring what your admirers do not admire. Introduction to Bleak House. A Reflection. Repent before death closes the door of your life and opens the door of judgment. Repent before death and because you do not know the hour of death. Repent today, even now, and cease to repeat your sin. Thus St. Ephraim, the Syrian, prays, Before the wheel of time stops in my life, have mercy on me. Before the wind of death blows and diseases, the heralds of death, appear in my body, have mercy on me. 
before the majestic sun in the heights becomes darkened for me. Have mercy on me, and may the light shine for me from on high, and disperse the dreadful darkness of my mind. Before the earth returns to earth, and decays, and before the destruction of all the features of its beauty have mercy. Before my sins deceive me at the judgment, and shame me before the judge, have mercy, O Lord, full of gentleness. Before the hosts come forth, preceding the Son of the King, to assemble our miserable race before the throne of the judge, have mercy. Before the voice of the trumpet sounds, before the coming, spare thy servants, and have mercy, O our Lord Jesus. Before thou lockest thy door before me, O Son of God, and before I become food for the unquenchable fires of Gehenna, have mercy on me. A quotation that we should know before it's too late. Glory to God, who is able to do far beyond all that we could ask or imagine by his power and work within us.